Hi, I'm Miss Butler, one of the founders of the Awakening Heart Collective. And in preparation for our first ever online event, Big Heart, which takes place on the 5th of November, I interviewed philosopher and best-selling author Tim Freak. I'm excited to say that Tim is one of our speakers at Big Heart, along with other experts on the heart and workshop leaders, and will be coming together to discuss the transformational power of heart connection. So although this is an online event, it will be interactive and will include direct experiences of heart connection, as well as live demonstrations of cutting edge research discoveries. We really hope you'll be able to join us on the day, or if not, you might be interested in purchasing the recording. So please check out the details on our website. And now sit back, enjoy this edited version of my conversation with Tim. And please do share this video with anyone you know who might be interested. Thank you. I'm a very, very, very lucky man because I've what yes. I've wanted is to have the chance in my life to explore what this is and to experience it on the deepest level I possibly can. And yeah. central to that, just so you know, you know, it's like, you know, I'm a love junkie. So it's been about love. It's been like, you know, to mm -hmm. just to mm -hmm. feel that beautiful, all embracing love, yeah. but to understand what it means and yeah. to understand how to live it and what it and how it integrates yeah. with the rest of reality. You know, why can it yeah. be so mean and so ghastly? Mm -hmm. And yet there's this huge love. How does that all fit mm -hmm. together? Mm -hmm. And uh, this last period of my life, I've had I've definitely had the chance to last 10 years. I've just sat here in my office thinking most of the time and uh it's been worth it it's been marvelous there's been a big shift and the big shift which happened with the enlightenment and the coming of science one of the ways of describing that is we stopped taking terms which were appropriate to our human level of evolution and applying them to the pre-human levels of evolution so when we say in the beginning there was a something there was consciousness it's like that's a human level when we say it had the intention, I've written this in my old books, it wanted to know itself, wanted, that's a human level or a biological level, not human necessarily, but it's a much later term. So to me, there's two mistakes that get made. That, that, that often in spirituality, there's the anthropomorphic language that we retrospect on something which was really best understood with mathematics. I think Pythagoras was right myself. If you want to go down to the lower levels, purge all of that, the lower levels, you need to understand it as pure information, and you need to do that with mathematics. Now, equally, the mistake that a lot of scientists make, in my humble opinion, is that they do the opposite. They go, look, it's all just information and mathematics, and then they try and apply it to our human level, as if really your experience of love or your experience of connection or beauty or of music is all just really maths, and it's not. What I think is you've got one incredible process of the realization of new possibilities that starts with the simplest thing you can imagine. And the simplest thing you can imagine, it seems to me, is, is the simplest piece of information, which is the bit, which is the one and the zero, duality, something which is one and two at the same time. There's no consciousness, there's no wanting, nothing, it's mathematics. But from that can come everything. But what comes from it is this huge richness. And then when you reach our level, that's full of feeling and thought and dreaming and the whole journey that a human being goes on in life and I think beyond life. Consciousness seems like a, a directed beam of like, I want to process this in high definition. Yeah. 
And I think that's probably what it is. So my image of the the nature of the universe would be this is a this is a one thing. It's a it's a universe. It's a unity, but it's made up of all these different systems. Let's call them, because that applies to everything from the lowest to the highest, and they're all interacting. So each system is that oneness in relationship with itself in all these other different forms. So that duality, which is relationship, goes right to the very, very bottom of the essence of what the universe is. The, the universe is, a, is relationship. That's what it is. It's one thing in relationship. What strikes me about that is that you and I are in different places in the world. We're not close mm -hmm. at all. I mean, I can see you because of electronics, but we're very physically, we're very different. But the in the psyche and the soul, which is where we we're always in it, we're all you know already we're always there all the time. Is it's non-spatial? Where is it? And my sense is that we're 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 absolutely connected. Mm -hmm. And the, a lot of what what I'll do at the event you're running mm -hmm. in the experientially is to give people a chance to see and experience mm -hmm. how connected we can be. Because it's that thing that I was saying about consciousness is where you pay attention and what you pay attention to, you suddenly experience it vividly. It's like one of the great revelations of learning to meditate is you just pay attention to your breath, which is what? Nothing. You're just doing it the whole time, right? And then suddenly breathing is like, wow, breathing. Jeez, this is incredible. And if you can really go into it, there's just breath and you're one with it and amazing. And that's just breathing. But then if I pay attention to you mm. and then I can use your physical appearance to connect, oh, the thing I'm really connecting with is mm. something I can't see, mm -hmm. but I, it's definitely there. And I know it's there because I'm connecting with it, mm. but I'm connecting soul to soul. So that is where I see the connection happening. And my, my guess is that there's that because the, the psyche or the soul has, evolved from the biological level that it has all sorts of resonances with the biological level so when people talk about the heart to me that's what i always think of i always think what's the what's the resonance on that level to this thing which is the, the center of my biology which keeps mm. everything going and which is a place where we do feel a lot of uh, mm -hmm. Uh, emotion and and how we feel about things around here you know in the face also but but here a great deal and the stomach as well but um so so i i see it like that and 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 that's why i think the word heart has become it's also become kind of synonymous with center in some way like it, it points to a center of things <laughs>